0: I'm Sydney, and I'm Julie,
1: and this is Restaurant and Retail Revelations. We're back with a fresh episode of Restaurant and Retail Revelations. This podcast is made possible by Revel Systems, which is the leading cloud-native platform and point of sale. And the podcast that you'll hear from myself and my co-host, Julie Holkeboer, uh, my name is Sydney Keita and we are marketers at Revel Systems. And we love this opportunity to spotlight key players and change makers in the restaurant and retail industries. So this week's episode is no exception. We've got a great one in store for you.
0: We do. Today we have Ed Berry with us. He's a super dynamic entrepreneur that has made a name for himself in the coffee vertical after founding Over Under back in 2017. And it's a coffee shop by day, cocktail bar by night. I won't steal too much of Ed's thunder, but uh, lots of good stuff to cover on this one.
1: Oh, for sure. And best of all, Ed's coffee concept is a Rebel client, which of course we love that makes them even more near and dear to our heart. So without too much delay, let's jump right in.
0: Ed, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today.
2: No worries at all.
0: We'll jump right in. Um, Do you mind introducing yourself for our listeners and sharing a little bit more about what inspired you to open Over Under back in 2017?
2: Yeah, of course. I am Ed Barry, founder uh, of Over Under. We have five uh, shops in London that turn into co- cocktail bars. Uh, we've got two more opening this year, um, and I fell in love with the whole hospitality scene in New York when I used to live there. I love the fast-paced environment, love the service, and thought we could do something slightly different, bring it back to Bring it back to London and uh, we started Over Under in 2017. Um, it's called Over Under because my dad is English and my mum's a Kiwi. Um, and it lends itself quite, quite well to the fact that we do uh, over by day, under by night um, transformations.
1: Okay. I love the, the background. I didn't actually know the full story. Uh, so that is very fun. And I'm someone who doesn't start the day without a cup of coffee. Like it's, yeah. it's a requirement, but it's also something I really look forward to. And um, you know, I'm, I'm one of those who nerds out about the bean varieties and the different flavor profiles. And so just next time I have the pleasure of visiting the UK, I'll have to check out the brews that you guys offer and the cocktails at night. And I got to know what your go-to order is at the shops when you visit.
2: So I, I start my day always with two coffees. I started with a long black and an almond piccolo. Um, and I've always done, I've done it for the last four years. So I usually wake up and I, I work less in the shops now than I used to. Um, but I always go to one of the shops first thing in the morning. Uh, and I, I have to have two coffees. <laughs> <You just do. laughs> I have one, one, with, one with milk and one just black um, and that's my order. Everyone knows my order and they cu- it gets put out as soon as I walk in so uh, it's great.
1: That's that's awesome and now we've got two options for what we can order when we, we visit but yeah. um, Another thing I wanted to ask you about, you kind of spoke to it a little bit already, what with the the origin of the name and the you know coffee by morning, cocktails by night. What are some of the other differentiators for Over Under and the brand as a whole?
2: I think our focus and kind of my focus has all been on like positive energy. I'm an incredibly positive, upbeat person. And I just love that whole thing about New York. I just felt it was just this huge... Um, energy there and i really wanted to bring that back to london and so i kind of three our three pillars are kind of quality speed and service and our company mission is to have uh, a positive impact on someone's day and that can be through anything you know either be serving someone a quick coffee or you had a flirt with the barista or like anything um, and it kind of <laughs> it kind of goes across everything and we're very kind of cheeky tongue-in-cheek in terms of our brand it's very fun and our whole thing of you know we, I don't take ourselves I don't take myself too seriously but we take what we do very seriously, um, and I think that resonates really well throughout the whole brand. And I kind of vi- our vision to create this very fun, energetic, um, positive brand is something that I'm hugely passionate about.
0: Yeah, I love that. And um, now that we know a little bit more about the brand behind Overender, I, I want to touch a little bit more on your op- the operational side. You guys are very unique because you are coffee by day, cocktails by night. Um, can you talk to us a little bit more about that? I know you guys completely transform your shop. So tables are flipped, walls rotate on hinges, the coffee equipment vanishes. That's pretty unique um, in a space where, you know, a lot of coffee shops are all alike. So, you know, you touched on some of your differentiators, but can you expand on your operations?
2: Yeah, uh, sure. So I think in, t- in terms of, you know, we have this flip element and, you know, it's taken a lot of work getting that design right. And we have very small spaces. So it's always quite challenging, um, but it is a huge differentiator for us. Um, and then operationally, you know, it's taken us a while to figure out the actual flip concept, uh, making sure that you can kind of get it done within 20 minutes as you close down one part of the business, start up the other part. Um, but you know, we have we invest a huge amount in uh, technology, uh, you know, a lot through Revel itself uh, to make sure that we can be as slick as possible. Um, and for us, it's. Just, I just want to make. I worked in so many different places where, that you know, the way that the order was done was just so backward. And so I've been very focused on making sure that we can, you know, be kind of one of the market leaders in making sure we implement all different types of technology to streamline all of our operations.
1: Yeah, I actually want to follow that thread because. I know you also, in addition to flipping your physical locations, you've got an extensive online shop as well. You know, folks can get anything from coffee to pods to even matcha. And so just how your team balances the in-person shopping experience and the online user experience, does tech play a large role in that as well?
2: Yeah, def- I mean, in terms of the e-comm stuff, like we focused, especially because of lockdown where we had to close all we were forced to close all of our shops. We kind of pivoted everything online, um, and then you know did a huge redesign of our website. Kind of got our fulfillment processes spot on, and you know that was a huge learning curve. But we you know we've done really well, and that's continued to take off um, throughout um, you know throughout the past six months. And then in terms of the in-store stuff, you know we have uh, the order ahead app. We have uh, you know a full focus on uh, the delivery aspect of it. Everything integrates together, um, and. You know, for, for us, the you know the operational side has just got so much more streamlined over the last year um, for us, and it's just made everyone's lives so much easier uh, and less stressful.
0: Yeah, we we love that such a tech forward brand like Overender is a Revel client. That's great. Can you share with us a little bit more about your decision behind moving forward with Revel and how that in that decision has impacted your business to date?
2: Yeah, of course. I mean, we we've been with Revel from. I mean we tried two or three different poses right at the start they didn't quite work for us uh and then the team in london have been amazing uh very good fun unbelievably supportive uh and have you know they've grown they've kind of grown with us and so you know they've had a huge amount of uh support for us you know it's 24-hour support um which for us is just a key driver when something inevitably goes wrong at some point um you can always pick up the phone and they uh, sort something out uh but then I also think you know there are they they're kind of integrating a lot with loads of different other technologies, which makes growing and you know being becoming more operationally efficient much easier, um, and getting rid of printers, which means we use less paper, so which I love. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's a a huge perk. Whenever you can cut down on, you know, both the cost and then the the environmental impact of of paper and and those kinds of things. So um, I heard a lot of things in there. Uh, one of which was integrations. I would love to talk to you more about maybe some integrations that you onboarded during the pandemic that are here to stay and what it was that is you know magical
2: about those. Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, so I think first and foremost is. The integration with our delivery partners through Deliverect—that's uh, been amazing. Just everything coming through the point of sale system, it just—you know—I remember kind of 18 months ago, you would—you'd have five different tablets, you'd have five different printers, you couldn't look anywhere, you'd have to manually input everything. And I know that sounds like pretty a basic requirement, but when you have got 45 orders coming through, then you've got to deal with a grumpy customer or someone whose <laughs> coffee wasn't hot enough, or like. So our, our just views—if we can remove all stresses from our team's day-to-day life or as many as possible, then your service will be better, your quality is gonna be better, your speed's gonna be better. So that's why we're so focused on making sure that all these integrations um, you know, work and Revel's been at the forefront of that for us.
1: And then for labor as well, I know in the United States, we've seen some challenges with a labor shortage coming out of the pandemic. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's been the same experience in the UK, but. Um, you know, have you found that tech helps complement the, the staff that you have on board just to make things a little bit easier so that you can maybe even run leaner if you have to?
2: Yeah, d- I mean, definitely. I think if if we can be yeah, if we can be quicker and better operationally, um my view is it means we can sell more, you know, or you can either sell more. If you can't sell more, then you can reduce your labor cost. Uh but for us, it's like we're focusing on making it super speedy um so we can so you can sell more so you can have more fun with the customers so you can drink more coffee um and I think that's kind of that's kind of our focus
0: yeah that's fantastic and you've actually opened up two new coffee shops um during the pandemic alone which is very impressive what do you think helped foster that continued growth throughout a pretty difficult time for a lot of businesses
2: um I think you we had a we had an awesome team we had a really awesome team that You know, kind of. You know, my view was that it would get back to normal eventually, and we'd kind of had these things in the pipeline and didn't really want to stop. And we had a you know a great team that uh, kind of wanted to continue working as much as possible. Um, And I think for us, that you know, you know, it was obviously incredibly, uh, incredibly daunting and stressful at the start this this year. Um, But I don't know, it just gave everyone it gave everyone a real good purpose. I think um, of you know what they could do the first three months of an English winter which is generally quite bleak. Um,
1: (laughs) Yeah um, and so your team rallied and then in terms of growth you know so you added the locations you're also pursuing investment partners to help reach your goal of becoming the best hospitality brand in the UK which is awesome and audacious. Um, Share a little bit more about what your vision is for Over Under and its five-year plan if you would.
2: Yeah of of course I think I think for us we want to you know growth is really exciting because it gives everyone in our team a huge amount of opportunity um opening new things it's like a learning curve for all of us and you know i'm 30 years old and have like been learning every single day for the last four years and it's still very exciting you know doing new things that you didn't do last year and you know things that we found stressful last year um are not stressful anymore or not challenging anymore and so being able to develop our team and bring more people up and give them more responsibility is awesome. And so our vision of becoming the best hospitality brand in the UK, that's not necessarily just for our staff and our team, but, you know, our view of looking after our team and looking after as many customers as possible, exposing over under to as many people as possible and having a positive impact on more and more people's day is something that I'm hugely passionate about. And our team are hugely passionate about and being able to kind of share that vision, um, you know, I know it sounds, as it sounds through a cup of coffee, but it's not necessarily, it's through that experience. It's through that interaction. It's through, you know, every part of the process. Um, And, you know, operationally, we try and keep it as efficient and lean and simple as possible um, so that we can continue to kind of spread that vision uh, and have more of an impact on more people's lives.
0: Yeah, that's great. Any chance you're headed stateside in the next five years? We'll we'll take you gladly.
2: we would love to come stateside. Um <laughs> so I think we got we've got plenty of room in London and the UK um first. Um but I you know I think it's a concept that would work really well in, in the States. You know, they're very receptive to, you know, this kind of thing. I think we'd have to have larger 16 ounce cups. We they don't we don't do that over <laughs> here. But, um, um, I think yeah. Uh but otherwise you know, otherwise it's definitely an opportunity and like, you know, we never say no to anything, but for us at the moment it's focusing on Focusing on the UK and the market that we know well, um, and kind of you know bringing on the you know the next next generations hospitality leaders, and like the more training we can implement, um, and the more people we can you know give more opportunity to, is something that we're really excited about.
0: And Ed, something uh, we didn't get a chance to ask earlier, but before we get close to wrapping here, I'm curious if you guys take advantage of conversational ordering. It's something pretty popular amongst coffee shops. Um, do you guys use that with Rebel?
2: No, I don't know what it is.
0: Oh, (laughs) Uh, well, we can share more about it. But it's basically, you know, as someone's ordering uh, a large coffee, but maybe they forget to say hot, like as the modifiers come in, you can take it conversationally, if you will. Um, Oh, cool. (laughs) Just curious, but we can certainly share more. Um,
2: Well, we're just, we're implementing our first Revel kiosk at the moment. Oh, cool. uh, which we're super excited about. And we, ha- we had it all that we spent. we got our kind of in-house design team making it look the absolute bomb, uh, make it kind of, I'm not going to say idiot-proof, but as, <laughs> simple, as, <laughs> as simple as possible. Um, and that allows us to, again, use the technology so people can input their own orders, uh, which means that, again, we can either serve more customers quicker or we can have more banter with customers. And that's kind of, you know, it gives you opportunity to, you know, for those that don't want to order on either on their own app or they want to order on the kiosk, you know, it gives you more time with that customer and you're not feeling you're so in a rush at the till. So we're pumped about that. That's very, very exciting. And it's going to start in kind of two weeks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. guests have been a a really popular add-on as of late, um, especially in light of the pandemic.
2: Um, Mm -hmm. Ed, is there anything
0: we haven't addressed today that you'd like to share with our listeners?
2: um what would I like to share with the listeners um, I think that, yeah I I think the one thing is and I had the Revel team in the UK came to set up my printers when I first started using Revel three and a half years ago and I just, there were so many people that told me not to set up a coffee shop there are too many coffee shops and for anyone listening that's thinking about doing their own thing I just want them to you can it doesn't matter you'll learn on the job you'll do anything um, and don't listen to people who tell you that, there's plenty in the market if you have your own vision your own idea and people will like it
1: yeah I love that um haters are always going to have something you know shade to throw but if the vision is there I love that attitude and um it really is just about continuing to learn and figuring things out along the way to help you kind of stand out and be your own thing that's so cool Um, Ed, I, I know I speak for Julie as well when I say we really enjoyed having you on the podcast today. Thank you so much for spending your afternoon with us, and we sincerely hope that you enjoy the rest of your day.
2: No worries, guys. Thanks so much.
1: Oh, man. Ed is certainly not afraid of taking risks, and it sounds like it's really paid off for him and for his team with the success of Over Under. I appreciate his advice to other entrepreneurs and just that deep passion and vision that comes with the entrepreneurial spirit of having a vision and kind of a a set of unique ideas so that customers will then just see that and feel it and want to follow it for those reasons.
0: Yeah. And, and part of that vision, I think was such having such a thoughtful brand name behind over under, I had no idea that it was really an ode to his parents' birthplaces, which is super cool. And it also lends itself to being over by day under by night, just really thoughtful, you know, brand recognition there, which, which I
1: love. Oh, for sure. Um, the transformation piece is super cool and great things flip, you know, pancakes flip over under flips. Um, what a cool concept. And I just, I really love some of the inventiveness. You know, they've got the the martini cocktail bar on a bike. Um, who doesn't need one of those in their home? I mean, that's, that it's such a neat thing. So a really cool, fun and inventive brand. And, you know, speaking of that, they've put a lot of effort into differentiating their offering just in general. So, you know, you don't usually see a coffee bar that's flipping into a cocktail bar, but I think that has just a lot to do with their broad appeal and certainly has probably contributed to their growth.
0: For sure. And Ed mentioned that Rebel self-service kiosks are going to be debuting in over-under stores soon, which is very cool. And we'll have to have a Rebel rep share more with them about conversational ordering. You know, I think so often guests lead with order modifiers, starting with, I would like a large or I want it to be hot or a cold coffee rather than leading with the coffee itself. So it can be a really powerful tool for brands.
1: Yeah, it's it's a neat thing. And Revels actually will let you toggle back and forth, but service speed can be such a big deal in an in-person interaction. So it really is neat that you have that capability to, to flip and mirror the way a customer is ordering their order, um, even you know, for something like this, if they're choosing between coffee and tea, you might not even get to tea until they've uncovered the you know non-fat almond milk substitute or what have you. So um, yeah, a very neat feature. We'll will make sure our reps get the heads up that that's something they could potentially talk with Ed about a little bit further. So you know, it's it's neat. Uh, just to hear that they're back and open, and um, you know, London has had quite a journey in the last year with the closures and the reopenings, and so now that folks are back out and about, and hopefully even starting to travel to London again, you know, I know I'd love to be able to add that to my own destination list, and if I do. I'll be stopping by and grabbing a coffee and, or a cocktail. I don't know if their strict rules are you can only have one or the other. So
0: (laughs) (laughs) we'll have to do both. I, yeah, I think the theme here is we could go on and on about this rebel client. They're, they're doing so much cool stuff in this, in the coffee space. So as always, thank you for listening to another episode of restaurant and retail revelations tune in every two weeks. We're always around for more great content from our guests And make sure you never miss an episode. You can always like and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.